Today is September 27th. The regular season has come to an end. The Yankees lose a series to the Marlins and are on their way to Cleveland for the wild card series. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Recaps galore, weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you very much for clicking play and hanging out with us for a little bit and hearing specifically what Bug Bug Dude has to say. My name's Jimmy. I got Jake here. We got producer BBD here. Jake's coming to you from Roosevelt Studios South. I'm coming to you from Roosevelt Studios Mid-Atlantic Headquarters. Roosevelt's that's R-S-V-L-T-S. We will be back in the Roosevelt studios tomorrow. Quarantining has ended. I'm excited about that. The Yankees kind of end the regular season on a whimper, and we're hoping we get the whale starting Tuesday. Jake, how are you? I'm good, baby. I'm good, Big Daddy. Good to see you. Producer BBD, full-blown hair cut podcast these days. Everyone getting it tight before the playoffs, not day of, we're not that, we're not that kind of podcast. You want to get your hair cut about a week before a couple days before, let it settle in. So it looks a little better and I'm good, man. I mean, you know, we were excited for a crazy day of baseball. Um, unfortunately, uh, the, the highlights don't, don't go down as all time craziness, which the national league had the door open for. Um, and then, you know, the AL Central kind of at the end, the Yankees are going to play the Believeland Indians, uh, a very scary team, a team that you and I have been been raving about on Talking Baseball for for months now, that they can be as scary as any team in baseball. So some recent history in there. And yeah, I mean, the Yankees, <laughs> the Yankees went out uh, not on their highest note, I guess you could say, and interested to see if they can you know, original Rush Hour movie, push the damn button. lot to respond to there. It was the most boring, exciting day in baseball. The Yankees are button pushers. And I'm going to believe myself in the button, Jake. I'm, I'm, I'm actively, like, it's tug-of-war season in my brain. Sure. Can the Yankees do anything this postseason seesaw is probably more like it and there's a big old fat kid on the no side and there's a skinny kid putting like a hell of a fight on the other side jumping up and down screaming trying a bunch of tactics it's yeah, we'll get there. We're, we're going to do a whole lot on the fat kid and the skinny kid seesaw on Yankees Cleveland. I think we, we're we dying to talk about that. I think we got to wrap up this series because there is a few things of note. Um, All right. Well, you're not, you don't have burns for him, right? So how do we want to do this? Do you want to throw your things of note uh, my way? We're burnless. Yeah, I think it's, it's Jake's takes and Jom's mom's. Um, the first game. Uh, like, um, like Caribbean. Like Jom and Mom. It's not like my mom. Jom and Mom. Uh yeah. Uh the first game is the uh Sandy Alcantara versus Jay Happ. Happer out there. He gives up the home run to Garrett Cooper, old friend in the first inning. Uh Yankees fight back late because that's what they do, Jim. We go to extras, DJ LeMayhew and the double play, uh, double play festival, double play lifestyle for these Yanks now. Um, and then the Marlins clinched and they were on the field taking pictures and stuff. People, people were talking about that, but that was, that was game one. Yeah. Game one was the game that had the biggest like playoff implications for me. Um, game two and three had, 
little to zero, especially wild card first round. Uh, my biggest thing I've been saying is that the Yankees suck first good pitching that they haven't seen in a while. They've been shut down a lot. I would have liked them to get to Sandy Alcantara. They did not. Uh, he pitches into the eighth inning, only gives up two earned runs, strikes out nine. Sandy Alcantara, I mean, can probably barely wear Shane Bieber's jockstrap right now. Ooh. So half a route to Alcantara, pretty good year. <laughs> uh, Bieber's like the easy Cy Young. I don't think anyone's yeah. competing with him in the AL at all. Yeah. So. So, yeah, that's tough. This game looks to me in bad. Uh, the bullpen did good. The offense, uh, my good friend Jake Storielli had a great tweet about the double plays, and it was kind of the same thought process that I had on Gary's Babib uh, being bullshit when people say he just hits into bad luck. Like, the Yankees... You tweeted it, Jake. You said it's pretty. The analytics people probably look around and say, I can't believe we're so unlucky. It's a good. But when you have a ton of guys that hit the ball really, really hard on the ground and also cannot run, you're going to hit into double plays. That's there's nothing unlucky about that. It's I mean, so, it's a recipe. It's a pretty simple recipe, right? You just laid out all the ingredients there. Um, yeah. And obviously there is a little bit to that i mean the amount of double plays is in insanity i mean it's been most most in the major so it you know yes there's a a little bit but there's also not i mean look at look at voight limping around giancarlo we don't even want to run hard to first gary doesn't glaber can't right now um so yeah it's uh you know it's stunk and i mean the fact uh <laughs> the fact that they still had a chance, a really good chance too. Bases loaded with DJ LeMahieu. Um, you know, if he does what he does 40% of the time, we're probably talking about a, a Yankees W in an ugly game, but he hits a chopper up the middle, throws over to first, blouses. Yeah, the other storyline from this game was the errors and the defense. Gio made a lot of dazzling plays. He made his first easy error of the season. Glaber threw a ball away at short. We've seen him make this error a couple times now where he tries to plant and throw and just misses the target. Uh, and then a catcher's interference by Gary, which is another theme uh, that we've gotten this season with the new catching stance. So defense rather poor. And now this is also... Oh, uh, and it was this also the Tom Payne game behind the plate. Tom Payne, yeah the the yes, this was this one, and this was this was the rundown with Higgy, and then the Higgy pop up bunt. It it was just like it was poor fundamentals, and the Yankees can't uh, hit good pitching, and poor fundamentals, and that was it. Boone got yeah, ejected. Where I was going with that was, uh, I mean, Tom Payne, there was the whole Talkman comes in to pinch run for Gary. Yanks are, you know, trying to find that late spark. Talkman takes off, steals second base easily. Umpire interference, uh, rarely seen. And that was, uh, that was pretty unbelievable after the game uh, Tom Payne had been having behind the plate. Yeah. I mean, catcher basically just jumped up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know if he did it intentionally. Uh, I'll say this, like, I've, I'm sure he's been taught that if you have an umpire really leaning over you and a guy gets a good jump, you might as well go for it. Because the way Wallach threw to second, I've never seen a catcher throw somebody out on a baseball field that way. Yeah, no, he just jumped up because, yeah. I mean, it's a good, good lesson yeah. for catchers that uh, an ump is leaning on you. I mean, you could see... It wasn't Nevin. It was, uh, was it Bard? Who was it? It was someone that, um, I wasn't Nevin. I think it was the first base coach. Who's the first base coach? First base coach lost his mind. Um, yeah, yeah. That's who it was. I'm trying to Reggie Willis. Bard? Reggie, Reggie Will. Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bard left, right? So, yeah. I mean, he lost his mind. Like, are you fucking kidding me? 
And all, all, the Yankee, all, all the Yankee beat writers made a note of that because I, I think Reggie's a guy that does not do that. Um, yeah. So that was of note. Oh, man. And then um, do you want to talk about Booney getting ejected? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's another Boone's formula. Compliment the pitcher. Tell the ump he's got to get better while saying those aren't fucking strikes. I mean, the the pitch to Hicks was a strike, so Boone just, I think, wanted to get ejected uh, and get mad. The pitch to Judge, I mean, truly a horrible call. All-time bad, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's, uh, you know, again, the this, this Yankee team, everything we've said, I mean, errors, um, you know, one or, I mean, four errors in this game, four errors in this game, and they still have a chance to win a ton of double plays. Um, you know, Boone trying to light the spark. Jay Happ only makes one mistake. Um, you know, it's that, that ball to Cooper, that's the three runs. The bullpen actually looked pretty good, but, uh, yeah, else Marlon, two, the two walks before the home run also like kind of mistakes. I don't know how you count them, but you know, two quick outs and then he walked back to back batters, then gives up the home run. Yeah. Was, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Hap's fine. That's why uh, game two, I know we don't have a burn. Uh, the Yankees win 11 to four. They, uh, uh, Davey pitches. He goes deep again. Otto gets, gets used in the blowout. Um, you know, Tarpley gave up five earned runs. Mm. I don't think our old friend Steven, you know, it, it wasn't, I don't think our and Stanek gave up runs. And at this point, Don Mattingly had called it a rest day and like a B lineup day in his pregame conversation with Susan Waldman. So if they did this against Alcatara, I would be excited about it. It didn't do it. Didn't move the needle for me. Yeah. I mean, they go down three, nothing and you're starting to get into this kind of, spooky are we are we just gonna bottom out this whole thing and fully bottom out for the playoffs offense kicked into gear um they they put up a big number tyler wade breaks the home run streak everyone had the number on that uh and then yeah they opened up the floodgates davy I, I think that what's of note there is he pitches with length again like you said and like he got knocked around he gave up all his runs in that third inning settles down to pitch, you know, another 3.2 or whatever. Uh, so Davey, it's, uh, it's pretty wild. I think he's got, doesn't he have like half of the Yankees longest starts or something like that? I, I forget it is. It's probably something there because he's gone. I mean, his game log is pretty impressive. Yeah. He's got Davey. Garcia, because he's gone into the eighth a couple of times. Yeah. Seven innings pitch, seven Wade innings Homer, pitch. Hicks. Wade Homer, Hicks Homer, Voight Homer, uh, LeMahieu was great, and Stanton barreled one into the gap, which he, he'd been slumping pretty hard. So that's... It's all good. I wish it came against a single pitcher of note. It didn't came yeah. across the Marlins back end of their bullpen because they were drunk from celebrating the win. So we saw one pitcher of note this series and he was good. Alcantara was good. Yeah. Good. Well, who's the guy today that got hurt? Cause isn't, isn't he a pitcher for them? Ah, uh, he he's, a- he's not good. You're in, he's got a five, four ER in the year. Oh, she part was, does he good? Why do I have him? Do I have him confused with someone else? Maybe Lopez. I don't know. Pablo. No, I don't know who I'm thinking of then. Who's the pitcher that always hits Acuna? That's him. This guy. Oh, he's just not. So I just know him from that. So then I thought yeah. he, he's been around for a little bit. I thought he was good, but he's not good. Noted. Oh, yeah, he's not good. Stats are bad. They hurt him. Hope he's okay. All right. So anyway, then they lose. I mean, they lose game three. Do you have anything? Yeah. Do you have any talking points in in any of them? Uh, I mean, it's Clark. Clark's kind of the story. He gets the start. He has the the ugly second inning. He does bounce back from that. Um, didn't it look like he had his A stuff. 
Clark Schmidt gets a start. <laughs> Who knows if we see him in a five-gamer if we get there. Um, otherwise, I don't know. Get excited for spring training next year. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see him. A um, couple mistakes, otherwise a couple sharp. You know, it's fine from a rookie pitcher. It's just really weird how they handled him this year. Really yeah, weird. it's gonna be it's gonna be funny looking back, man. And again, I, you know, I I was wondering if they had this roadmap lined up, and uh, you know, when we start talking twenty eight man roster and things like that, if if they go to a five game set, I mean, there's there's a chance. I mean, if it comes down to a him or a Nick Nelson, you know, Clark can give them more length. But it's bizarre because Jim, it's it's what we've been saying on here, you know. I liked what I saw from Clark today. Obviously, it's not a great start. He had a bad inning and got knocked around. Like, I wish I could have seen him do this three more times so I could have a better opinion on Clark Schmidt. So if we somehow go to an ALDS and we need three survival innings, uh, that I could feel something exciting about him. But we haven't seen him this year. Yeah, they, they used him oddly. I, I wish we would have seen him for the last two weeks in – you know, we saw a lot of Nick Nelson. I think Nick Nelson pitched 20 innings this season. Who the hell would have guessed that? Nick Nelson. He knew. It's crazy. Um, all right. I mean, that's this. I, I, I want to stop talking about this Marlins series because I'm trying to trick my brain into believing in this team. But if we talk about anything from the last three days, seven days, 14 days. It's an impossible task to, to, to trick my brain into thinking this team is, is going to do anything in the postseason. So I almost want to just like build a wall and not ever look back. Let's build that wall, daddy. Let's keep going. They're going to Cleveland. Yes, sir. They got to face Bieber in game one. I'm guessing, is it Carrasco or Plesak? Have they announced who their game two starter is going to be? I haven't seen an announcement, but I did just ask my friend who's a big Cleveland fan, and he said he would guess it's Bieber, Carrasco, or Bieber, please second, then Carrasco. So I don't know. I want to say they had the rotation in that order, too. And I mean, Plesak, you know, he he became very popular because of (laughs) uh, another story. But I mean, 228 ERA, he's been lights out all year. Uh, And hey, shout out to Cookies Carrasco, turned it on to a 291. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think Bieber Cole is obviously the headline. It's the story. And uh, I don't know. Uh, the Indians pitching is disgusting. Uh, that's kind of pretty well known around baseball. Their hitting has been pretty lackluster this year, but they do have names. Uh, and Jose Ramirez turned it on late. But, man, I, I just think both fan bases are eyeing this. And it, it sounds like a dumb Magic Johnson tweet. I, I tweeted it out, but, I mean, Cole and Beaver, these are both these teams' guys. And I, I think whoever takes game one, like, that's going to be a shock. Like, the, you know, the $300 million man who was supposed to be the different part of this Yankees team versus the guy who's walking away with the AL Cy Young this year. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's... It's crazy. It's crazy. It's scary. Um, I mean, Bieber's so fucking good. Um, has Bieber had any postseason starts? They they did say uh, Matt Fry in the chat says Carrasco's getting the two that the Indians announced that. Maybe that's nice. Um, he's been really good of late as well. We didn't do awards. I kind of skipped all that. Do you want to do awards? I can do my pride. Real yeah, quick. I was going to ask you. I mean, you said we were going to do them, but it seems like we're we're kind of over it. I am kind of over the regular season because it, it's a it's a bummer. They finished second barely. Um, but pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. My pride of the Yankees is DJ Lemayhew. Yep. Easy grab for me. He wins the batting title. He's now the only player to ever win the AL batting title and the NL batting title. Um, He won the NL previously. He has a 500 batting average in these three games. He's the best ever. And his quotes afterwards 
uh, are him saying that he wants to come back and he likes it here. So off the field, on the field for just this series, for the whole season, there's a lot of different boxes checked there for DJ. Easy, easy pride. Yeah, and I, I, uh, you know, the the quote today is as, as good as it gets from a player. I want to be here. You, you love that. Um, you know, we, we, we talked a little bit with Brian Hoke about some of the off season stuff. We'll get there when we get there. It might be a really weird off season for the Yankees. Um, but we'll see. Um, yeah, and uh, he's been insane, man. He he ran away with the batting title. I think they said he's the. the fourth or fifth Yankee ever to win like the all around batting title, like AL and NL, um, you know, short year, weird year. Uh, DJ has been awesome. Awesome. Who's your project? Awesome. Awesome. Blossom. Almost had it. Coming out, out my nose. My nose. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah you know what i i like davy a lot it's not great i i think i'm gonna go with almost a, a year thing and he he hit another homer too and it's it's luke voigt for me um also just being in the lineup and playing uh which is a huge factor but you know they're the first teammates ever to batting title home run champ since hank Aaron and and somebody else um they're talking about that and uh yeah in the lineup he you know, he's he's swinging real hard, dropping down to one knee a lot, uh, the proposal swing, but he hits another homer. He leads MLB in homers, and that's a crazy thing to think about as well. So, I mean, a couple seasonal awards, but also part of the weekend. He, he's got um, – he's like doesn't want to strike – Voight's doing this thing where he, he's hit like – a couple check swing to shortstop because it's like, he doesn't want to strike out. So he's putting the bat there just to foul it off. And then, Oh, my, oh uh, shit. That went in play. The check swing was weird. I think that might've been the first pitch of the at bat. Um, he's done that. He's done that check swing twice minimum twice or three times recently. We're like, he's his just timing's a little off. His timing's yeah. a little off right now. And you can see him thinking about that. Uh, it's good. He, you know, he put one in the seats in the game. We won. He's out there. He's doing it. Boyer. hell of a year um all right next award that we always give out you yankee motherfucker um i am giving mine to glaber torres Ooh. yes yes the errors He's like the worst shortstop defensively in all of baseball in this shortened season. And there's injuries and stuff. Um, it's a much longer conversation and we'll let the postseason ride out. I think it's a very big conversation. Do you remember in 2018 when Andujar played all year at third base? And we were like, well, Andujar's not good at third base, but whatever. We won 102 games and. He was almost rookie of the year and the team's MVP. How bad could it have been? And then we actually watched Geo play, and then we actually got the stats on Andujar. I think we're going to do the same dance with Glaber's year at shortstop. And it's short. It's not 150 games like it was for Andujar, so that's different. I think that... I, I think if we were to ask Katie Sharp to do a deep dive on Glaber Torres' shortstop and compare it, comparatively we'd be like embarrassed at how bad it is and that's my eye test i don't know the actual numbers but my eye test is that he cannot play shortstop oh no the numbers have been bad this year um the the numbers are there and yeah i mean they're gonna point to small sample size they're gonna point to injury and i mean you know glaber's glaber's they're like chosen one so i think um, it's definitely going to be a discussion. We, we did this in our chat a little bit. I mean, they're, they are going to tell Glaber that like, Hey, if you want to stick it short, you have to get a lot better defensively. And he'll say he will. And then he'll post the, the Instagrams all off season. And then we'll, we'll find out if he actually does or does not. He made another nice play today. 
Um, but you know, that's, uh, can only put so many band-aids on a, on a, on a wound that big. So yeah, we'll see. And again, Hey, Glaber, if you make the plays in, in the postseason games and then you, nobody will care about the regular season. Nobody will care. So that's why I'll table it for now, but just letting everyone know it's a long conversation when we get there of how that sorts out. It's on a table. On a table. Who's your Yankee mf -er? Uh, I think I'm going to go Giancarlo. Uh, He was slumping. He does get the double, and he has a couple walks there. Uh, Ugly strikeouts. You know, we've seen it when Giancarlo slumps. He slumps. His bad is bad. We say that phrase about Gary. Same with Giancarlo when he slumps. And he's locked into the left field, or the DH spot. So there's, there's no alternative there's no other option you can't really dance around with the lineup or anything so Giancarlo if you're going to be in that DH spot you better be you you better be doing something um and again hey go have two great games in Cleveland won't care at all about this last week but uh I'll go G unit because he'll he'll be in that DH spot G unit do you want to do regular awards? I think we got to get we got to get going. We got to get going. It's on our mind. All right. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? You win the call game. Sure. Tank in the postseason. Yep. I still don't. I still can talk myself into this Yankee team being very good in a three game set. When Chad, Britton, Chapman are available two games in a row and and Cole and Tanaka are your starters. I can do that, especially yeah. against a weak hitting team like the Indians. Now yeah. they got they got J Ram, they got Jose Ramirez, who's going off right now. He's almost like yeah. pitch around that dude. Um Lindor's struggling. I think he's got a five hundred OPS in his last two weeks. Um, Framil Reyes is struggling. Josh Naylor, who they brought over in the trade. Nah, throw your hands up, you know? Yeah. Cesar Hernandez has been good. Jordan Luplo has been good. Um, but Perez has been bad. You know, it's, it's really Jose Ramirez. So they short- have one, they have one hitter that'll be in their lineup that has an OPS over 800 and that's jose ramirez who's going to be a finalist for the mvp award yeah but yeah i think people the the you know if if you get lost in the yankees and you're not checking out the other stuff carlos santana ops starts with a six lindor starts with a seven i mean you it's um they are names and again that's where this whole season is bizarre because you know carlos santana had the the hit to to give them the comeback in their game today like, are, are you getting Carlos Santana that's played this 60-game season, or are you getting Carlos Santana who's been one of the best on-base sluggers uh, across Major League Baseball for the past decade? And you'd lean that way. hmm Yes. So, so I, you know, in that way, the Indians are, I, I still like, still like the matchup there, you know. The, the White Sox can, can bang. The Twins can bang. The Indians, they have good players, but they're not as scary as you think they would be or once were. Um, but their pitching is so good. I'm trying to pull up the their batting orders like to see who's been playing. Lindor's been leading off. Cesar Hernandez has been batting second. And then Ramirez third. And those are the two right there. Hernandez and Ramirez have been do- going off for them. Santana, Fran Reyes has been DHing. That's solid. That's, I mean, that last 10 games for them has been Lindor, Cesar Hernandez, Ramirez, Santana, Reyes. From there you go, Naquin, um, to Luplo or, or Perez to Yeah, the Shields have yeah. been 9-0. So, you know, in a two-game, three, you got to win two games. I I have confidence in Cole and Tanaka and Chad and Britton and Chapman. 
very worried about the lineup, Jake. Like very, yeah. very worried about the lineup, especially against Bieber. He's not, you know, if you're saying Giolito, you're saying that's the White Sox ace. That's a scary pitcher. That's a dude who can shut you down on any given night. That's what you say about Giolito. What you say about Shane Bieber is that dude shuts you out every night. Not like that dude can be good on any given night. Like that dude is really good. Really yeah. good. Um, the only The only positive is that he hasn't finished the eighth inning since July 30th. So you're going to get two innings against the bullpen. So if you can scrap one or two against him and Cole and Tank can can do can Cole and Tank need to be perfect. You, you need to win this game like three, nothing three to one. Yeah, I mean, this this first game is is going to be insane. I mean, how hot Garrett Cole's been the past few starts, um, you know, and he does have a couple three earned runs starts of recently he's got three games this year he gave up two homers guys gonna guys already won the al Cy young award he's got a one six three era um so i mean you almost put on that uh, the verlander hat we put on the past couple years like you're trying to get one or two and you got to be honest with yourself you got to work the pitch count have good at bats and you're you're legitimately gonna have one and a half opportunities this game you know you you're gonna have your one inning where you get a walk and a hit and can you put the bat on the ball? Can you, can what can you do that inning? Um, otherwise, you're praying for a solo shot. And I mean, there's a chance it gets you know pretty ugly. I mean, he started out the year with a 14 strikeout game, then a 13 strikeout game. Um, you know, uh, what is it? His last six starts, his last seven starts. Um, you know, five of them been double digit Ks. So there's going to be a lot of punch outs. Um, you gotta you gotta try to grind when you get your opportunity, push things across. And uh yeah, I mean it the the thing is they're saying the same thing about Garrett Cole right now. I mean, Garrett Cole's last three have been as dominant as you can be. Um, and half of their lineup, again, when you look at these lineups on paper, I think people may be surprised come Tuesday night. Cause I mean the second half of the Indians lineup compared to the second half of the Yankees lineup on paper is a mismatch. You know, who's, uh, who's got a home run off beeps. Who's got a home run off beeps. Jim? Only one Yankee. Do you have a guess? Tyler Wade. On BBD. Do you have a guess? Looks like, you know, I, I was looking at these numbers before. So Brett Gardner. Mm. And Bieber, the the other thing, um, and you know we're gonna overanalyze this for the next forty eight hours because that's the beauty of it, babe. Uh, Bieber does not have a playoff start, so uh, you know, be interesting to see if he's overjuiced or anything like that. Brett uh, Gardner, that's a name that could be said the next couple days too. Yeah, I know. Is he gonna start? I don't know. BBD came in kind of confident with that uh, pregame, uh, and I respect the hell out of it. And I've, you know, I've been saying on this very podcast for a couple weeks now, Brett Gardner's getting hot. Clint Frazier, you better be careful because you know we had that whole he was so proud to be a part of this team, um, and you know get that starting job. Man, Gardy has been real hot. Clint's in a little bit of a skid. I don't know, man. I don't know how you can do that to him. Uh, again, we had all these numbers the other day where Clint's literally been one of the best outfielders in baseball this year uh, to pull the carpet out for one home run on a on a on a Bieber start. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't put it against the Yankees, though. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it against them to have to have defense be major priority but clint's been fine so that's fine oh and it's a revenge game for clint dude 
Oh yeah, how about that? So I don't know, man. I mean, the lineup just goes dead. Like I I they were really, really banking on them flipping a switch and these hitters stepping into the box. And that is, you know, how the playoffs work is every at bat, every single pitch, everything matters more. But flipping a switch against Bieber is pretty, pretty tough. So I'm expecting it to be uh, you get a guy on first base. That's almost like getting the the ball in, in the box in, in soccer. You know, it's like everyone goes edge of the seat now. And that next at bat, that next pitch is do or die. And that's how playoff baseball is. But game one of a three game set. Bieber and Cole, whoever wins that game is going to feel invincible. It's true. I mean, if, if they, if the Cleveland wins, I mean, it's Bieber, it's their guy. It's they, who they expect to win with. They're following with Carrasco and Plesak, who both have been lights out this year in Cleveland. They're going to be feeling incredible. If the Yankees win, I mean, they're going to have taken down the giant and Bieber. And how does that look like? Like, I, I know we're, we've seen a lot of bad baseball lately, but what if, what if the Yankees do come out shoulders high and they put up like a four spot against Bieber Cole drops Dick and they're saying, yep, playoff ball. We turn the switch on, you know, uh, you know, again, wouldn't bank on that. Don't think the Biebs has given up a four spot this year. Uh, so we'll see, man, but you know, this is why we got Garrett Cole. You, you want to go up against it. Um, and yeah, I think the part that does get scary is, okay, so if we are talking a Cole Beaver playoff game, you start talking about little things. You start talking about, you know, do you get the stolen base, that kind of thing. And I mean, the Yankees have just been atrocious at anything in baseball that's labeled like the smaller things. <laughs> they started bunting though. Ever since they yeah. kind of bunt, then it's like, oh, now we're a bunt fest team. Yeah, getting ready for the playoffs, Jim. What what are you, what are your like biggest concerns? Like, do you think the errors will follow them? Um, no, I I'm honestly not too worried about the errors because I, you know, I get it. You want to play a good brand of baseball, but also you dudes are professionals, and like if they do that on the main stage, they are going to get killed. They are going to get killed, and they can all pick it. I mean, you know, I do think Glaber. Um, you know, isn't an upper echelon defender. He has all the skills to field and throw. Like he he's got to make his plays. I mean, DJ and Geo, we love those guys. Clint's been good this year. Hicks uh has kind of had a lesser year for him, but we still believe in Aaron Hicks. And Judgy, uh, when right, you know, he's he's as good a defender as it gets. So I do believe in the defense. I I think. My biggest fear, because uh, we're I'm talking about how lackluster the second half of that Cleveland lineup is, we tend to make some of those guys look good. And uh, again, maybe it's one of those things as a as a fan, you have blinders on and you don't see it. But you know, Danny Jansen with Toronto, how good have we made him look this year? Some of the guys at the bottom of the Rays lineup, um, and that's where things get scary. If you let the Roberto Perez's or some of their outfielders that are really struggling. And then you kick it back up to Frankie Lindor with two on and one out. I think that's when things can get scary for you. So uh, I'm just a little worried about that because we have, we have a way of making some lesser players look incredible. Wallach went three for four today, I think. And I think he was like one of the worst hitters in baseball. Wallach. Who's that? catcher oh he's got weird hair that guy yeah a little bit a little mullety about and balding mullety and balding yeah been there oh okay come on what do you think the starting lineup is who here we go here we go higgy cole agree Higgy cole voight dj glaber geo Yep. Judge and right, Hicks and center. And it's I think Clint. you have you have to give Clint the start, right? I think so. 
Bieber, you're leaning no. Uh, Gardner, I'm looking at like both of their last 20 plate appearances, and they are very different. It is a bunch of tough righties on Cleveland. They don't care about lefty-righty stuff. But Gardner with the defense, not that Clint's been bad. But they, they still love Gardy. Sure do. I think they're going to start Gardner. Yeah. I don't know. BBD just, just convinced me. I wouldn't it's be shocked at all. Move. Yeah. What if they start Gardner and DH Clint stands out? Bench Stanton. Like, They're dude, that, that's just They're not how they think. That's not how they think. They think Giancarlo Stanton, when they put him into the lineup, is going to be 2017 MVP Giancarlo Stanton. I'm so confused by it. I mean, mem remember when uh, this is a throwback, but the start of talking Yanks was Ellsbury or Hicks. Who's going to be the starting center fielder yeah. and everything leaned Ellsbury, right? He, he raked that final month. He raked the final month. And we were like, I think they're going to do Ellsbury and Hicks started in center every game, basically because they valued his defense and his on base so much. Um, and I'm, the, I'm not, the only parallel I'm drawing is that you and I thought we had what they were going to do and we were way wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like we thought they'd at least give Ellsbury a shot and they didn't. Um, yeah. We thought it was going to be, you know, platoon or. I will say this. Um, Cause we do know the Yankees, they make their decisions a lot with the numbers. Lefties do have worse numbers off of Bieber. Uh, Righties have a 565 OPS and lefties have a 417 OPS. So, um, might put that in the, the point clank column. I don't know, Jake. Everything else, no, everything else is locked up though, right? Yeah. And then, and you I go, mean, the, you the other Chad thing Britain, is Chad Britton. Chapman. I was going to say, I, I mean, you have Gardner's defense and running for late in the game. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's going to be so weird, man. Empty stadium in Cleveland with two of the best pitchers in the world doing it. Um, and it's going to be our first feeling like of the intensity. Is it going to be insane? Um, I mean, no crowd is going to be bizarre, but I think dugout-wise, you know, for every borderline pitch that gets called a ball or a strike, I think you're going to hear a lot of noise. Well, remember when they had Corey Kluber and Trevor Bauer and they had won yeah. 25 games in a row and the 2017 Yankees just barely escaped the wild card game and Severino didn't finish it and the Yankees were down 2-0 against that Indians team? Yep. That turned out okay. And then it was it Ramirez who had the quote? Didn't Ramirez? Yeah, Ramirez? yeah. Yeah. Ramirez was like, we don't lose in Yankee Stadium or something like that. So, hey, he probably wants revenge, huh? Uh, the Yanks can yeah. win this series, man. All you need is like if DJ's doing DJ stuff and, and Voight, if DJ can get on, you then you. If DJ can get on, you're looking at, you know, it's a bigger outfield in Cleveland, right? You're looking at, you need, you need to move DJ over. You need to get a hit. You just need judge Voight. Hicks is going to bat three. I don't like that at all. Um, You need DJ to be on. You want to go down a list of faith or no faith? Ooh. Um, before we do our faith or no faith list, uh, <laughs> favorite segment of the show, uh, that DJ at bat, you, you referenced it at first, and then we've been talking about it for a little bit. Man, if he gets on versus Bieber, unfortunately, what you just said, I think the Yankees don't think that way, and I think it's more like, hey, we might – 
we're going to have a couple swings with either Judge Stanton-Voigt, Judge Voigt-Stanton, to make this a 2 nothing game early and, like, totally try to pop the balloon. Uh, that DJ at bat, I, I do think, is oddly important. Yeah. No, it is. Like, you can't have... Remember when Glass now had DJ looking like Tyler Wade? Yeah. Like, if Bieber does that to DJ, the the message sent across the bow there is like, fuck, strap in. So you yeah. need DJ to have a competent at-bat. Like, even if DJ gets out, but he sees, like, seven pitches, all right, cool, good start. That's playoff baseball. That's playoff baseball. Ah, damn, I'm getting scared. Erica says, Jim, your dislike of Hicks always confuses me. Um, yeah, he's just not a three-hole hitter. Uh, three-hole hitters are supposed to drive in. If DJ gets on base, a three-hole hitter is supposed to drive him in. Hicks is fantastic at drawing walks, which is not the three. To, you know, if, if Hicks hit anywhere from six, seven, eight, nine, I'd be through the roof with DJ with Hicks and what he brings to the plate. But he's not a three hole hitter. You think they're going to three hole him? Yes. I don't know. I change the lineup every damn day. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't think they are. A lot are. of people think we hate Hicks. I just hate it. Just, he's just not a three hole hitter. I've I've apologized a couple times on Hicks because it is too tough. I mean, again, where his end of year stats landed for this antiquated season. Whoa, Jake! Um, like they're exactly like kind of where I think Aaron Hicks is. Like I think his OPS, depending how his final at bats went, starts with an eight. Like a switch hitting center fielder with an OPS in the eights. I mean, that's a really good baseball player. So. You know, I, I think we've admitted a couple times when he, if he goes in a kind of a slumpy area, it can be tough to watch too because he's still taking a lot of pitches and there's no results. But I've uh, I've loved Ticks. Um, he 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 looks right right now. Like I know we're gonna get into our faith or no faith. Right now, I have faith in Hicks. Yeah, it depends on what you have faith in him doing. I mean, Hicks like Hicks never slugs five hundred. Is I mean, he's ever had a slugging that started with a five? Like he's the three hole hitter is a guy that's supposed to be able to drive in runs. Right. It's just that's just not his skill set, and I it should not be a knock on him. But the Yankees constantly put him in a position where I want runs to be driven in, and he doesn't do that. It's the it's, it's like a Jake. walk in the three hole doesn't feel as good as a walk in the six hole. Or seven, eight, or nine, like a walk in the three hole feels like, ah, but I wanted to hit and drive that guy in. It's, it's kind of, I would also spin it to Jake's theory of do what the opponent doesn't want to see. The opponent doesn't want to see Aaron Judge. They don't want to see Luke Voigt. When the opponent sees Aaron Hicks, they feel better than when they see those other guys. Aaron Hicks, yeah, his, his highest slugging is 467 on this season. Yeah, he's never had a slugging with a five. So it's not three order. So it's, I don't hate Hicks. I just, I'd like him better deeper in the order. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's fair. All right. Faith or no faith or worry. I'll, so we'll do that because no faith is too harsh and we're a bunch of pansies. We won't be that harsh. Uh, DJ, faith. Faith. Judge, worry. I'm worried. I wanted to see a home run. He didn't. He didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, Voight, faith. I'm worried. Why is that? Just because he struggled lately? Yeah his his recent at bats look like a guy that knows he won the home run crown, <laughs> and he's thinking about that a little bit. Um, you know, he, he looks like he's trying to do a little too much. Like he's taken on this team leadership role of, you know, being the guy that gets the quotes in the media and, and all that stuff. Um, you know, and when these Yankees have been sucking, I think he's been feeling that burden a little more. So I'm, I'm just a little worried. Like if, if, you know, it's the fourth inning and the Yankees have one walk, you know, I, I think voice trying to almost do too much when it's like, dude, you've been, You've been perfect. 
Yeah. I mean, his stats of late are still good. I don't know. I don't have today's, but last 12 games, one OPS, 314 batting average. Um, last four games, 353, 918 OPS. So, like, even when he's looked a little different at the plate, he's still producing. Yeah, lot. it's been against a lot of the slop guys that that you've been you've been mentioning, but it's true. He did get Giles, hundred miles, uh, injured. I have I have faith in Voight. Um, okay, uh, Stan worried. I have faith in Stan. Interesting. Yeah, why? Like Stanton's waited for this. Um, I he goes through slumps. He's shown that. Uh, but he barreled up a ball. I think Stanton's wanted this for a while now. Uh, I I have faith in Stan. Okay, I mean that's super super interesting to me. Um, he's gotten three hits. I'm I'm not a big if you're hot or not. I mean I I'm more like. What's going on in these two games? They can also erase everything, you know? Yeah, but that, yeah. Okay. So just fa- you just have storyline faith. I have faith in them. Okay. No, I don't have faith in Stan. Um, Hicks. I I have faith in Hicks to to do what he does. Faith in Hicks to be Hicks, absolutely. Um Glaber, no faith. Or or worry, whatever. No they, faith. Whatever it is. Um, Worried. Yeah. Let's see it, big dog. You can erase your your season instantly too, Glaber. Yeah, pretty worried with Glaber. Geo, I have I have faith in Geo. Um, to 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 change some innings defensively, and then contribute with the bat. Revenge series. I mean, full faith. I'm. Kind of like what we said with Hicks. I have faith in Geo being Geo. Um, absolutely with the glove, the stick. We'll see. Slap a couple the other way. He kind of, he had a bad series to finish. Uh, but revenge series for Geo. I, I have faith in Geo. Okay. Uh, Clint. Worry. Yeah. yeah. He's been he's been cold of late, and I hate that they bat him ninth. He's driven by confidence, and I think he gets he gets puppy dog Clint when he sees his name in the nine hole, and Aaron Hicks hitting three. Like you could switch those pretty easily. I I, I have a little bit of storyline with with him the same you have Stan where. Worried Clint's going to try and be the man, the man in the playoffs and, and not just do what he's been doing great. And like, you know, the, yeah. he might press a little. That's, That's been coming off. What's, yeah. he. You know what, dude? Whatever. It's like when a girl dyes her hair color or, or, or chops the hair off and then changes the style it's like something's going on with you some something's going on he's trying to break up the slump searching for something he's trying to break up the slump need clinton to tell his mask that his mask doesn't dictate the play Mm. firm talk with the mask you don't control me i control you mask faith in the mask uh yeah have faith you got you where you are no I, i i it's not like a I have more faith in in Clint than I do some of these other guys. It's just I I feel like he might press. Is that it? Cole, faith. I mean, if you don't have faith, faith. in Cole, you're crazy, and and you're really just being negative as possible. Gary. Oh, Gary. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. Uh, I actually am, am very very scared about a, a Gary. Uh, pass ball or or runner advancing might and not have a game one it won't happen game one um but that moment with the national audience and and that it will it will be bad so very worried there yeah yeah and that's again faith or no faith um just ties into 
how weird this year is, man. It's it's kind of been it's been nuts. Like I like we said with the Voight storyline, like we should be at almost like two a third of the way through the season being like, can Voight keep this pace up? He's gonna have an all time great year if he does. And then we should be saying, like, I think Glaber's making the turn right now. I, I hope he figures it out the rest of the way. Instead, we're going into a three-game playoff set uh, with two of the aces on the bump. And that's where, again, that that Jakey optimism cup keeps banging into my head because it's like, you know what? If, if Glaber plays a clean shortstop and hits two home runs on Tuesday, all's forgotten. Uh, if if Gary in game two, you know, hits hits a nice three run home run. I can forget almost all the swing and misses from this year. And it's uh it's messing with my head movies. I'm my head movies are are they don't know what they are. Yeah. Trying my best to convince myself that they can win a two a three game series, Jake. Easy. I don't need to try to convince myself that. But I don't. I'm very worried about the bats. Like you, you have to hope that they can turn it on, and yeah. you have to hope that it is a brand new season. Because if this wasn't a playoff series, right? Right. If this was the last series going into the playoffs, and it was, you know, if they win, they they make it to the playoffs. If they lose, they get eliminated. None of what we're saying would attribute we would be like they're done we're hoping um, that they jump from regular season to postseason and then we're hoping that the atmosphere the 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 difference in that the button does get pushed where if this was just I, another big se regular season we'd be like well the momentum's terrible that's we're where hoping I think the gets cut in the in, in the half that's that's the only caveat I would add to that. I mean, in your scenario there, it was still like a do or die scenario where you'd, okay, like now's the time. This is it. Either do or die. If it, I, th I think the comparison I would use is like if this, if this was, you know, uh, the 60th game of the season and the Yankees were going to play the Cleveland Indians and it was Bieber, Carrasco, Plesak, we'd be like, holy smokes, this this could be... This could be a tough watch, but hey, they've they've put this on themselves, and that's kind of what I've been trying to say. It's like, hey, they've wanted this. Uh, they've been saying that they're going to turn it on. They've been saying, you know, that they can, they have that switch and they can go hit it. So, go do it and go believe in that and go beat Bieber and then feel like kings of the world. Yeah, do it. Someone asked uh, if we have faith in Higgy. I mean, I have faith in Higgy to go 0 for 4 and catch Cole nicely. He'll catch. Hoping for 3-2 counts for Higgy. Does he hit really well in 3-2 counts? No, you just hope he gets pitches. Oh, yeah, just don't go down easy. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if, you get, if, if Higgy goes 1 for 4, it's fantastic. Yeah. Be a hero, Higgy. Yeah, you bomb one here. Yeah, it's a playoffs, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, tomorrow's episode. We need you guys to call in. BBD, what's the what's the voicemail number? Yes, nine zero eight eight four five five seven nine two. Get your calls in um, as quickly as you can. As soon as you hear this, we'll tweet this out uh, 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 as well. Positive energy, um, music's pumping. We're all getting excited. Not the vibe that Jake and I are putting out right now because we're still trying to trick our brains a little bit and we're just figuring it all out. I Give need your X factor. I need know. full delusion, positive vibes tomorrow. We, we will be recording tomorrow late afternoon and it will be out for you guys when you wake up on Tuesday. I need like, we might have to have music playing in the background the whole show because I need to trick my brain as much as possible. And I need your guys it help. Give us what you're you're telling yourself. Like, you know, you you think Luke Voigt is the second coming. He's gonna fully announce himself on the stage. Clinton Geo, Revenge Series, the two former Cleveland farmhands, redemption, Higgy making a memory, Eric Kratz practicing coaching. Um, you know, what whatever you have as your lean. Give, give us a little X factor, give us a little hype.
please and thank you. Yeah. We will be coming to you tomorrow. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to do, the someone asked the playoff schedule, you know, after every game, we'll be live. Yeah. After every game, we'll be live for the patrons and do a reaction to that game itself. Uh, and then we'll probably be doing live streams for everyone, not just patrons during the game. Right? Yeah, no, I just typed in Yankees playoff schedule and it said, oh, it said Indians at eight, eight o'clock. And I was like, oh, is that official? But it's not. And it actually says 8 a.m. So I don't think they've announced it yet. I'm going to, I'm going to guess that the Yankees are the. You're thinking late, right? Unless they change it. They have the four five series as the last game of the day, which would be a nine 30 start time. But because they're two East coast teams, maybe they switched that up. Uh, hold on. Let me do this real quick. MLB playoff schedule. And now that we know the seating, it'll be a little easier to try and guess the like Toronto and Tampa Bay is going to be the two o'clock game. It already said the one versus the eight was the first one. And that's not a ratings game. So I'm guessing that's going to be the first game of the day at two o'clock. What's the two versus the seven? Is that Oakland versus um, White Sox now? Um, I believe that's Minnesota. Won- or did Minnesota lose? Oakland. I have Oakland White Sox is to the two seven. Wow. So, so that that can be changed then. Because you have Midwest time, so if it's a nine thirty start, that's an eight thirty start. That's and in Oakland, right? In Oakland, so I'm guessing that's going to be the the nine thirty Eastern start. They'll switch that to that, which is only eight thirty for people in Chicago. That's not crazy. Right. No, it's ideal, I think. Yeah, and then the three six. Who's that? That's Twins Houston. Yeah. So that'll probably be the second day game. That'll probably be the 3.30 or 4 o'clock start. 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock. It's like around there. And that would leave the Yankees for prime time around 7, 7 o'clock Eastern. That seems to add up pretty easily how they do that. They get the prime time games, and then they don't mess up any schedules. Yeah, they could do Oakland early. Oh, yeah, they could do that. But that would that would fuck the Yankees. Yeah, we will see. Because when they had four games last year, it was two o'clock start, four thirty, seven, nine thirty, and the Yankees were the seven. Uh, so I think the they're going to make the Yankees the seven again. They'll make Oakland that nine thirty. Would make sense. Would make a lot of sense. But we'll figure. We'll see. I mean, I'm hoping. Otherwise, we're if the Yankees get that nine thirty slot, we're. Mm. In for some late, late nights. And it's always nice to get some other playoff baseball in before the Yankees game. Like, I don't like when the Yankees were the first playoff. Like, I needed to dip my toe in, watch another game, well, see yeah, watch, the intensity and the vibes, and then I'll catch the show. Watch the other fan bases get freaked out. Yes. All right. Well, that's all we got for today. I mean, voicemail up tomorrow. We'll be bringing a lot more energy and enthusiasm and, and f- fake excitement. Or some of it, the excitement's real. Some real of it. I got and, real excitement. I believe. I believe in Cole, the bullpen, DJ in a short series. I wonder what the lineup's going to be. You think they're going to do Hicks third? Like, I genuinely need to think about it. And the Yankees probably don't know, if we're being completely honest. Which is something that I don't think is good. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say so, no. So let me let me throw one out your way. Okay. DJ. Yes. Yank, Yankees batting order 2020. Mm. Let me see what they've been doing lately. We'll go DJ's leading off guaranteed. Judge will bat second. Yeah. So then three hole. Voight hasn't batted three hole since Judge and Stanton have been back at all. Yeah, I know. I'd put Voight three hole. 
I would too. It seems like they're not going to. It could be that secret Bush button they've been waiting to push, but I'm I'm not going to get excited for it. So then I would go. I would guess Stanton three, Voight four. What were you leaning about, Beavers? I was just thinking. I mean, just the fact that it hasn't happened much, I don't think means it's off the table for the Yankees because nothing with the lineup seems that to might be based mean on what they've been the doing table. before. Yeah. Well, what would you do then? I, I, I would do Voight three, then Stanton four, then, dude, then I do um, Hicks five. Clint six, Geo seven, Gary or Higgy. Higgy. Well, then who am I missing? Do you do Glaber? Glaber. Are we doing what we would want or what they're going to do? I was doing what I would want, which I can't even figure out really because I don't know where to put Hicks. Yeah. But I would go. I would go. DJ Judge, Voight, Stanton. Then maybe Hicks, Clint, Geo, Glaber, Higgy. I think that's what I do. I could. I could go multiple ways. I don't think that's what the Yankees will do at all. Yeah, you could shuffle up that bottom line. I'm. I'm pretty sure that they're showing they're going to put Clint nine hole. Um, I could see Hicks being three. I I would if I had to bet money, that's probably what I'd bet money on. Clint's been been seven hole more than nine hole in the last you know week. But that's I'm just going by their death lineup days. Every quote unquote death lineup, Clint's been nine. You're not the game two versus Miami. But Wade was in there, so I guess yeah, that wasn't death lineup. Death lineup, bunch of bullshit. Yeah, when they go death lineup, it's Voight, Voight four. It's 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 when they go death lineup, it's DJ Judge, Stanton, Voight, Glaber five, Hicks six, Geo, Gary, Clint. But it's gonna be Higgy, so you got you go, you go Clint eight, Higgy nine. Then if they do that, Glaber. I think, they, be- I think they believe in the sending the lineup around, though. I think they believe in having a better nine hole than an eight hole. They I, that's the only thing that they can't. Higgy's got to be nine, but I know what you're saying. But Higgy, like Clint, should be higher up. Glaber should be eight. Higgy should be nine. They won't do that. Think about it. We'll see. All right. Thank- guys very much for hanging out with us we got a lot more to think about hopefully we got a lot of episodes left what's that let's go, let's go yanks Goodbye. let's go go yanks tell them grams let's go oh, yankees let's go yanks 51 to 30 should i bring the peloton into the office ride it in <laughs> <laughs>